I'm with George Plumtree. He's chief executive of what I always think is the, gar- of the yellow book, but actually it's the National Garden Scheme, isn't it, George? Well, it is. It's one and the same. Uh, the yellow book is our sort of flagship. It's our annual guide. We now call it the Garden Visitor's Handbook. But today we've just launched the 2019 edition at the Royal Festival Hall. Now, the thing about the yellow book is, amazingly, loads of people still buy it, don't they? They do. We sell over 20,000 copies a year which in this digital age is pretty remarkable. We have a, a, a very loyal audience for whom really their annual copy of the Yellow Book, it, it's, it's a bit of a, it goes on the shelves and it stays there with all the other ones that they've got. It's quite impressive because as you quite rightly say, we're in a digital world. Yes, you cover that very well as indeed as well, don't you? I mean, mm. you're, you know, you're on Facebook. Oh yeah, the website, website. We're on, we've got tens of thousands of followers on on Instagram and and of course what we're finding now with social media is it's beginning to really help drive people to visit our gardens because I think it's an important point a lot of the gardens are only open for one day of the year it's very easy to miss you I very often thought oh I missed that garden it was open last Sunday and you know it's not going to be open again for a year social media and digital communication we can prompt people to make sure that they don't miss the openings and we're finding that it's helping us increase visitor numbers which is fantastic now the nice thing about uh, the yellow book of course it covers a range of gardens that are from very small town gardens up to large estates absolutely we i've just been talking about a few of the highlights that are opening for the first time this year and there's a london garden i talked about in wandsworth it is literally a few square meters and there's another garden in dorset where it is tens and tens of acres so and i think that's something we're very proud of at the National Gardens is how we've grown our diversity. So we have school gardens and hospice gardens and groups of allotments. We have stately homes. We have tiny urban spaces. We have community gardens. And I think that's what our visitors enjoy today, Ken. Now, the important thing is, it's not expensive to go and visit a garden, is it? No. A day out at a National Garden Scheme garden is, is... what I like to call very affordable but and it's money well spent because you'll get quality you'll get quality in the garden you'll get a delicious homemade tea and cake and and you know that the proceeds of what you're spending is going to end up supporting one of our beneficiaries whether it's Macmillan or Marie Curie or the hospices within a few months of you visiting that garden and that is so important. I mean, I think your statistics show that 80 pence yep. out of a pound go to the charities. That's very, very high in today's world. Isn't it, it is, and we're very proud of that. And, and, and it's all very immediate. So the money that we announced today, our total donations of £3 million to our beneficiaries, that has all come from money that was raised at our gardens in 2018. And we're now already on the process of raising funds in 2019 that will give away in this time of year. Absolutely fantastic. Do people just go to National Garden Scheme as a the website? Website, we're ngs.org.uk and we're if you go onto Facebook, any of the social media channels, put in National Garden Scheme and we'll pop up and we'd love to hear from you.